Welcome to the Nix, where we talk about pop culture until we can't stand it anymore, and we nix it. I'm Fanny Darling. And I'm Justin Hartung. As always, a quick warning, there might be spoilers for anything we talk about on this podcast, but we will do our best to let you know they're coming. This episode, we're everywhere. Everything. All at once. Okay, we were at the Emeryville AMC. And I am just a rock. All right. As always, apparently that really cracked me up, Justin. That doesn't usually happen, but that it got me. <laughs> so if it got you, please rate and review us wherever you find your podcasts. You won't, but maybe you will if we made you smile pretty, please. Um, so should we just get right into our review? Do yeah. you want to tell me anything about your week or anything? No. Just don't. Okay. It's been a, yeah, it's been a week. Uh, our main topic. of weeks. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they just keep coming and they don't stop coming. So, uh, this week we went to a movie and we're going to go straight into our, to- our main topic. I'm vamping because I've lost my place on the notes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I have lots of everys in, in mind when I think of this and I go a little crazy. But um, the Daniels, who are famous for directing that Daniel Radcliffe farting corpse movie. Which, which I'm just also realizing he was a third Daniel. That's a lot. That's a lot of Daniels. Yeah. All the Daniels everywhere, all at once, <laughs> farting. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, they came back with this martial arts, sci-fi, wackadoo comedy starring Michelle Yeoh, Stephanie Sui? Sui? Sue? Sue? Fuck, Sue. I was, sorry, you guys. And then Jamie fucking Lee Curtis. Wow. She was, yeah. She was great. The delightful Kiwi Kwan, um, who everyone else knows better as Data from the Goonies or from Short Round, uh, from Indiana Jones and the Temple of some pretty racist bullshit. <laughs> Yo plays the mother of a family who are going through a lot of stuff, divorce, disconnection. Her entire world goes completely bazoo when she's informed that she might be the savior of the multiverse. That's right. I said multiverse, like all of the verses, every verses all at once. This is going to be a year of verses because we have Doctor Strange's verses. We have these verses and we're also going to get the spider verses. There's a lot of verses. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Say verses enough and it doesn't sound like a word anymore. <laughs> it's very much true. Um, should we even try and talk about this without spoilers? I mean, very quickly, if you've seen the preview for this movie, which I think was sort of everybody saw the preview, yeah. and it looks like something you want to see, you should go see this movie. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, I don't think it's like a perfect movie. No. Um, but it's really fun and worth seeing and if the trailer interested you, you're going to like this. I think. Yes. There's just no absolutely. way you could like not be at least engaged by at least a good portion of it. Exactly. Yeah. Past that, we're going into spoilers because there's no way to talk about it critically without talking about spoilers. Yeah. So you have been warned. One universe, two universes. It's a lot of fucking universes, you guys. And a lot of Daniels. <laughs> Here come the spoilers. <laughs> what did you think of every... Where everything all at once. I'm telling you, I'm never going to get the name right. It was, uh, it was everywhere. It was every time. It was, it was long. It was all the things. It was all the things. Um, I think it would have been. I think there's definitely like 
kind of a perfect movie buried in there. Yes. But it was probably need to be like an hour and 45 minutes. It's yeah. it's a little too long. It sort of drags. Once you sort of get the concept of what's happening, it, it becomes a lot of like John Waters makes a uh, sci-fi um, action <laughs> movie, which is delightful. Yes. But it's sort of like the same note. Um, there's a whole thing in it, which is basically about, which I loved, like the only way you can sort of get to you know, another universe and sort of access that power is by doing something gross or foolish. Yeah, um, something that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of fun with that, but also a lot of like... But also you can feel the writer's room going, okay, give me everything you can think of, and yeah. then nobody wanting to cut out their funny thing. Totally. Yeah. And as fun as it was, and as as amazing as Michelle Yeoh is, especially like watching her do amazing stunts and stuff and fighting Jamie Lee Curtis, which is fucking hilarious anytime they're punching each other or... Or kissing. Or kissing (laughs) with um, hot dog fingers. Uh, There's... I mean, I do think this movie is absolutely... Yeah, that's a thing that you just said, by the way. (laughs) ...going to become a cult classic no matter what. I think people may end up like... Might have some Rocky Horror kind of level. Yeah, no. Um, but, so I enjoyed it. You know, I clearly didn't mind it. But I will say, I think for me, as Fanny can attest to me, crying like a ridiculous baby, the family stuff of it was like, the more frenetic they get, the more I was like, I just want to spend time with this family. Right. And like, like, it sort of felt a little like, it felt like it had to indulge in all the wackadoo. And I just kind of wanted to see this family and these characters and it sort of pulled away from that except it landed those connections enough in sort of an interesting complex way that I still came out of it being like oh what a fucking incredibly unique idea for a movie that is mostly about just these family dynamics Um, so I, I liked it and I feel like my feelings might change grow like I don't know mutate this is gonna be a movie to sit with um it is I was. We were cackling. I mean, I oh, was yeah. laughing. Oh yeah, no, there my, was. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I was also cringing a lot for a movie that's like not very bloody or violent. It's very cringy. <laughs> like, and there was one point where, just in the human spoiler, I could tell that you had read um, the paper cuts. Yeah, no, it was after the paper cuts. <laughs> like somebody was going to get shot or stabbed, and then it turned out that the person's head blew up, but then it was glitter. Yes. <laughs> But I could see you being prepared for it because your hands went up and you yeah. did the Justin. I've read the Safe for Kids, you know. <laughs> Which site. I actually don't think I did for this movie. Well, you I think knew I so- just saw maybe I read a review that mentioned there were yeah exploding glitter. <laughs> and then up, up come your hands, and then when it turned into glitter, yeah. I thought I would die. Yeah, <laughs> the, and that I think also brings up a good point about what I liked about this movie is it all the sort of beats of sci-fi movies, of martial arts movies, of family dramas. Yep. Like, it kept leading you to, like, oh, it's now going to be the corny thing. And it was never the corny thing. Right. It or always had some sort of rug pull. They would go a little, like, it would give you the corny thing moment. And then after a beat, it would show you what happens after, like, okay, after the people get off the train and fall in love, the long lost lovers hug and kiss. And you fade to black. What happens after? Two seconds later, maybe somebody's mad at each other. And this right. would show you those two seconds later. They would give you the moment of satisfaction of a family coming together and doing something profound. But then that that doesn't fix everything. Right. So what happens immediately after the profound thing happens? You know, because 
families are still families and life still goes on after that moment that you've made some big declaration. And I thought that was really cool that they did that. Yeah. Instead of having the pat answer. So you recommend it also? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, no no Um, question. Yeah, it's a little like just be ready for an onslaught of weirdness that really does not let down. No, like, no, there's like no it's stopping a little, of the crazy. It's a little wearing. Like I felt a little assaulted by really? it <laughs> 3 quarters of the way through. Um the hot dog fingers are fucking gross. Like They're fucking gross and they just we didn't need to do the stick them in your mouth and the ketchup and the mustard comes out of them because that's not actually how hot dogs work. No, it ruined hot dogs and a world yeah. in which we have hot dog fingers. Yeah. Um, it was a funny idea and yeah. but they just somebody thought it was funnier than it was and probably whoever thought of the farting corpse is the same person that thought the fingers were funny. That's so true. It's like I we, neither of us have seen the farting corpse movie and the Elements of this where I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I didn't see the Farting Corpse movie. There's definitely some of that. Like, you could have done, like, the first time they showed the hot dog fingers where you weren't quite sure what they were. And it was like, why are her fingers like that? Oh, because there's a world where you have hot dog fingers. For, like, two minutes. That was hilarious. And then at the very end when she even says, you know, and then there's a world where you have hot dogs for fingers. That was really all we needed. And you could have still done, because, of course, it's the hot dog finger universe where she and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis have a love affair. You could have still shown that without having to go. Just the scene of it would have been funny. You could have still shown, because I was actually touched by. A hundred percent. The, the. The Yo and and Jamie Lee Curtis love affair story. Yeah. But the fingers took me out of it instead of making it funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there There, was a way to do that without going too far. And I feel like there were a lot of moments like that. Like the the butt plug awards. There's a lot of butt Yeah, that went too hard. It just was just sort of like, like you said, you could feel the writer's room tittering about, we're going to make people squirm because there's like, you know. Butt and, plug stuff. Yeah, and the the first, you know, the IRS having an award for an auditor that looks like a butt plug, that was funny. Right. Then having the joke where that was the weird thing that they were going to do was put the award up their butt. Yeah. And having the daughter say, oh, no, he's going to put it in his butt. <laughs> you know. We laughed a lot. That but. was fine. But then to go as far as they went with the guy coming in with the pixelated penis and landing on it and then having the whole fight where they both had things in their butt, why would they have to keep keep them in their butts there was no reason they had to stay in their butt they'd no. already done the crazy thing yeah and like her pulling the things out of the butt would not like, have robbed them of their powers exactly Follow your own butt plug magic logic people right because they'd already done the butt plug magic <laughs> exactly we understand the butt plug magic rules why don't you the fact that we are talking about all of this as passionately as the art like says something about the movies just like and and yet it did its magic absolutely <laughs> landed it landed in the stories of look there's a dark hole for everybody parents fuck you up you fuck up your parents yeah there's so many paths that we can decide to take and the decisions that we can decide to make fuck us up because we could have made a hundred other ones and what would have happened if and how we then all have to stand next to each other and keep each other from the abyss or from falling off a cliff because we're a rock with googly eyes on it. (laughs) And we all have to do that to each other. And that's super profound and also utterly ridiculous. Yeah. And I loved that it got all of that. 
and took so much of the air out of these chosen one things of like the matrix or whatever it's like you are special because you're completely unspecial (laughs) because you suck at everything (laughs) yeah it's such a fun funny and and anything you do is borrowed from something else that you've seen or consumed like i liked that it had this sort of thing about sort of pop culture almost like she looks like michelle yo's character is like seeing the other version of her actual career is this badass yep. martial artist and drawing from that. But she's just like, I'm just a person who's like, yep. you know, in these roles. There's a fun meta quality to it that I think is really yep. thoughtful and smart. And um, yeah, yep. I really, I really liked it. I think it uh, should have been 45 minutes shorter. Yep. Um, but there's so much fun stuff. And also, um, we got to shout out uh, Stephanie Sue as the daughter, I thought, just gave this really fucking touching performance. Really, really great. Like, weirdly should have just been dumb, and she has to do all this sort of, like, super silly villain stuff and crazy costumes, but is, like, weirdly, like, moving through all of it. Yeah, no, really good. That's a performance that I can't get out of my head in this. She was great. Um, And also, uh, Kei Kwan, like... So good. Yeah. Yeah. And just such a sweetheart. And like for anybody who's like just grew up on the him. Time. Yeah. You're just like, oh, yes, this movie is also riffing on him and our memories of him. Yep. And um, it's just, there's a lot of really sweet. Lots of booby traps. Oh, my God. <laughs> really fun and crazy. Um, all right. Well, and else? I read a short oh, yeah. little article that said that he had stopped acting in 2002 because he was frustrated with the um, roles available to for Asian actors. And uh, then when he saw Crazy Rich Asians, he decided he might get back into acting. Oh, nice. And this movie was like, I mean, I think this yep. movie's going to like bring him back. He's yeah, so delightful. He was, He's he so was fun. good. He yeah. was so sweet. Yeah. And there's yeah. fun, like, you know, I love multiverse things, too, where it's like, you're kind of the same in every multiverse. Right. Which is sort of the joke, I think, that he's sort of this constant kind of like, you're really not that different in these other worlds. You just learn different shit, You might be slightly more competent and a little bit more dashing, but really you're just you. Yeah. And so is she, for that matter. 100%. And so is the daughter. They're all kind of, the dad is too. Everybody's kind of the same, which was cool. Um, You know, except for the hot dog fingers. Fingers. Although, also, there is uh, piano toe playing. Yeah. Um, there's also foot in face instead of a hand in face. There's Well, you get really good with your feet when you have <laughs> hot dog fingers, Justin. So, there is a <laughs> raccoon that is oh, got to be a joke on the fucking Avengers and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because it was... I mean, it was hilarious. It was also in the movie too much. But like every joke, you were just like, this is a great joke, but you stepped on it too hard. Yeah, you really (laughs) just kept pushing it. Yeah, yeah. And so if they'd taken 30 minutes off the runtime, they would have had a time to not do the jokes so much. Because, right, because if you saw that raccoon for like two minutes under the hat. Yeah, you'd be dying. It would just be like a perfect joke. Yep, (laughs) Yep, especially after raccoon. Yeah, raccoon. I can't even say yeah. it now. This is um, not rat- ratatouille with a raccoon. Yeah, ratatouille. Did you? Yeah, ratatouille. That? that was it. That was delightful. Um, again, about like movies and pop culture. There's definitely something they're riffing on about sort of yeah. watching and and they're watching movies a lot. And the movie at one yep. point even sort of stops, and then you're like, oh yeah, they're just watching that that movie. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Um, yeah, I feel like I will. Keep thinking about this movie, and it'll be fun to watch with like Dave. You know, yep. be like, "What are you? 
what do you think of this? <laughs> right? Um, Watch this. Yeah. Want to see something wacky? Totally. All right. Should we get into, uh, we saw, we did what you saw there? Yeah. Um, I, I did my homework. You did. I did half my homework, maybe. Oh, no, it was only, no, um, no. You had one piece of homework. Okay. Next week, I'm going to give you another because I'm going to log you into the stars. Great. So. I saw the starstruck. Uh, I enjoyed the starstruck. I didn't. You know, I didn't, like, want to turn it off at any point. It it did end where I was like, okay, I don't know that I need to watch any more of this. It was just, I think some of it is just the genre. It's like right. the okay. sort of, like, you know, I don't know. It sort of felt like the um, Notting Hill and Four Weddings and a Funeral sort of British rom-com thing. Okay. Which is just, like, not my jam, and I don't right. know why. Um, but I also found... Characters just like I found her a little annoying, and and I found him like really dull, and I think that was my frustrating thing. Whereas I was like, ah, like, (laughs) like you might be annoying because you're chasing this dud, (laughs) 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 and maybe the show goes there. I don't know in the second season, but um, it does not. The show does not think he's boring. Okay, I don't think he's boring. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I don't think he's the most dashing individual on the face of the earth, but the show does not think he's boring. Yeah, so. I don't, I don't, and that's no slam to the actor. Yeah. I just feel like they didn't write enough of a character other than like a slightly insecure movie star. And I don't know what else was there. Right. Um, also, it, it's funny. It had that sort of before sunrise, whatever those movies are, where they like just keep meeting over and over again. <laughs> and I'm just like. Oh my god, I don't know how anybody like it's like if you're on your like fifth random uncomfortable meeting, like just move on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Um, but I'm super glad you loved it and I'm also yeah. glad to have seen it. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Um Severance, man. <laughs> okay. Speaking of something you told me about and I was like, Oh, what's that? I don't know what that is. I don't is. know what that is. Um, because it sounded like Succession, and everybody I've talked to has been like, Succession? I'm like, no, this is the good show. I mean, Succession um, is also the good show. Justin is wrong. Um, but, Severance. Man, I'm halfway through. Fanny has finished it. I finished it today. Um, this show is so fucking good. I Yes. I. It is rare that I see a sci-fi premise that truly feels, like, fresh, um, I don't even like, I'm not even going to talk about it in case people have not seen it, um, you know, and are curious about it. It's just the most brilliant sci-fi premise I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah. um, it is sort of a little like Philip K. Dick. Um, I was saying to Dave, it sort of sometimes feels a little like Terry Gilliam in Brazil, but like not the wanky version. It's like right. a very it's super like, approachable. straightforward and horrifying. Like it has this kind of crazy premise that they could take lots of places yeah. and yet it is super approachable. It is not hard sci-fi. You feel, you don't feel like you're being preached to or that it thinks it's smarter than you. Yeah. Um, the mystery is there and you don't really know what's going on, but not because because you're lost. You don't know what's going on because it is constructed so well. It's so like, it's, I mean, we throw around that Hitchcock thing all the time. I'm like, oh no, this is the good Hitchcock yeah, thing. No, like, it's, it's unbelievably good. I do think that the premise is super out there. Just basically, when you go to work, you have no idea who you are outside of work. And when you're outside of work, you have no idea who you are inside of work. Yeah. That is it. Yep. That is, that is, that is the premise. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. 
get yourself to an Apple TV Plus subscription and watch this. Um, it is uh, all ten op- episodes have dropped, and we are guaranteed a second season, which you will be glad. of. Also, the work that Patricia Arquette, which I keep being like, was she always this good? Because I remember thinking when I first saw her, like, oh, those are cats. They're weird. She is so good in this. She's great in this. Um, fucking John Turturro and Chris Walken pop. Popping oh, up, so good. They're uh, the dynamic of the character writing and the way that um, sort of in in offices that people interact and sort of how disconnected they are just normally and sort of taking that to a new sort of side. It's it's so good. It's the best office comedy I think I've ever seen. Um, I am so late on this. I love this. Everybody watch Severance. Get your Apple TV. I don't want this show to like go and it's already been renewed. Yeah. Also, Adam Scott is like. Hard to look at. Yeah, he's creepy looking. But, but right? you're sort of like, I know he doesn't look like that. No, normally. it's like they Botoxed him or something. Some, yeah. they've done. So, he's under some kind of filter where yeah. he looks. He's uncomfortable to yeah. look at. He looks like they a lab rat. On, no, they did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they did it on purpose, and it's yeah. extremely well done. It's so. It's very scary, intense, yeah. without actually being very. Yep. Normal, scary, intense. Yeah, graphic. Yeah, or, which or, I love or, about or, it. Yeah. It's like the mood of this thing is just its yeah. perfect. And I will give it that it is the reason that I um, got teary-eyed the other day when I realized that Christopher Walken was going to at some point pass and I was going to be very sad when it happened. <laughs> was driving and I gave my I made myself cry thinking about the fact that Christopher Walken is going to die and this is Severance's fault. Uh, he's so good. And he's John right. Turturro is like, between I, this and the night of, it's like, yeah. what a fucking great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. Um, I am also reading. I go, oh, yeah, say go, go back to Miller's Crossing if you want to see a oh, John. If you want to yeah. see a Totoro performance oh. that everybody forgets about, go yeah. watch Miller's Crossing. Everybody forgets about Miller Crossing. Sleeps on Miller's Crossing. I this performance reminds me of his character in, in yeah. Miller's Crossing for reasons that aren't important. And Barton Fink, he's yep. great. I don't even yep. love that movie, but he's yep. great in that movie. Yep. Um, yeah, this show is. Mm. Yep. Just perfect. I can't wait to see how it ends. Um, I set another show that <laughs> I was sort of poo-pooing is the theme this week. Um, or not even poo-pooing, but just sort of a little disappointed in, but then got smacked in the face by a great episode. Central Park, I, you know, we've talked a lot about how I loved the first season. I think I was growing kind of disappointed in right. the second season. And just when you're like, okay, this is just like Bob's Burger now. Which, granted, Bob's Burgers is a perfectly fun, right, right. lovely show. But Central Park's Yeah, you're not going to miss an episode of no. Bob's Burgers. Yeah, but. and Central Park, the first season was just like perfection. Like, yes. I think it's a perfect season Absolutely. of like animated TV. Like, Absolutely. maybe one of the best ever. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I was a little disappointed. And then this episode that is, the I don't know, the, of this new season, it's like the fourth or fifth um, well, it's the second half of the second, second season. Second half of the second so season. I think it's the eighth or ninth episode. The grandma shows up, voiced by Jennifer Lewis. Um, she is basically dragging herself along, inserting herself into the family plans. Owen is kind of annoyed by her, but also sort of catering to her in a well, way that felt plant. so real to me. Like It was just like, oh, this is the thing I love about this show is these dynamics. Um, and also the songs were great again. The Stinky Plant song was great. <laughs> the Double Dutch song was great. Um, was that the same episode where um, Bitsy was basically uh, at the where she goes to the um, 
product, the beauty products, and Bitsy says, um, I've got to get the edible, whatever, before the hungry uggos come. It's yes. like, it's, it's also got the classic, classic yep. Bitsy writing. And also, Helen and the, Helen mom, and the mom have yep. a scene, which I was like, yep. I want to watch that show. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It was great. Yeah. It was a great episode. It was so good. So more of that Central Park. I, I, whatever. You're, you've done good. I don't, yeah. You don't need my approval, but I loved seeing you sort of firing on all cylinders. So yep. um, it got me sort of reinvested, and I'll keep watching. <laughs> um, I'm also reading a book, uh, Major Labels by uh, Kalafa Sané. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I apologize. Um, he was a New York Times music critic uh, for years, and then I believe went to the New Yorker. He has attempted to write a history of popular music in seven genres. So sure. it's like literally like a thousand pages, and each, yeah, it's long. And um, it's not brilliant, but it's fun to read somebody trying to tackle that kind of topic because right. you're just like, Good on you for trying, but how on earth would anybody yep. ever even attempt to do this? Um, but he's also super open, open-eared. I don't know the word, like, and I love that about him. He's like, you know, like a black kid who right. like went to Harvard and like got involved with like punk scenes and whatever, and then just like later came to pop and just has this interesting sort of like approach of kind of towards everything that I sort of do relate to of just sort of like you know like coming around to just like everything that's like people enjoy is like worth right. looking at nice. in some way. So I, I do enjoy that part of it. Um, it is a little bit of a laundry list of like, okay, now we're in crunch and we're going to rattle off 20 band names. Right. Um, and then you're like, why didn't they mention X band? Like it's a little of that, but um, yeah, I, I'm yelling a lot at my tablet. Um, Excellent. But I'm also at my Kindle, but I'm also enjoying it. Um, that's it for me. What'd you do? You have some homework too, right? I did. I watched after, after Yang. What did you think of After Yang? I fucking loved it. <gasps> Amazing. Okay. Tell me more. Yeah, I thought it was really fascinating and studied and a really interesting premise. I didn't find it slow. I turned it up loud enough so I could hear them talking. The whispering was a thing. I, I didn't actually, that didn't actually bother me. I didn't, maybe because I was expecting it to be worse than it was, so I turned the sound up. I just, A, this is the most beautiful couple in the history of the world, and I would like for Jodie Turner-Smith and uh, Colin Farrell to be my parents. Yes, please. <laughs> also, if you have not gone and seen the pictures of um, Joshua Jackson and Jodie Turner-Smith on the balcony before the Met, uh, Met Gallery with him and his, her tu his tux and her and her jewels and nothing fucking else, Aww. please go seek out this couple. They are beautiful and painfully in love, Aww. and it is just stunning. Anyway, I thought this was so sweet and interesting and wonderful, and I thought it was great. I thought it was, I, I yes, I see the whole, you know, we've, we've had this whole do synthetic humans have their rights to live, and, but I actually thought this was a somewhat new take on it. Um, I... I, I don't know. I really liked it. I'm super glad you loved that. That was great. That's I, the best I kind of homework. <laughs> Chris, I love Clifton Collins Jr. I, all the side uh, characters as well. Who's I he? I really enjoy. The... He was the neighbor that had okay. the, the uh, clones for children that, right. that sent him to the thing, to the you know the guy that tried to right the uh, the woman from Mississippi Masala and uh, as uh, yeah you know, the the new 
scientist. Yeah, the, uh, the scientist who's in the. Yeah. Why can't I think of the Sex and the City spinoff? Yeah, um, yeah, and just like that. And just like that, I'm I love a robot her scientist. I love her voice. I always love her in things. Yeah, I thought this was a kind movie because you kind of expected the scientists to then be bad, but she really was just interested in. Moving forward, and I loved that they decided, you know, the whole time I was thinking, please don't put him in this museum. He was your family, you know, and that they decide not to. I loved that it was said that it, that these parents had to kind of discover that they were sort of crappy people and crappy parents. So do you think Um, they got there? That's a really interesting point. I did not for once think that the movie... I. Expected them to. Colin Farrell sort of started to get there. Yeah. Um, I think that. See, my thing about Jodie Turner Smith, I think she knew it at the beginning and she kind of. I thought it was interesting that she sort of turned off her empathy toward it. Once once Yang had shut down, she was like, okay, we'll just get another one or we won't get another one and and I have to worry about my child. And Farrell's empathy turned on and he sort of got more hooked into his child and more and i almost think that's sort of a commentary on grief right uh her way of dealing with it was to shut down and say it's a it's a it's a piece of machinery it was a servant it was you know something else i'm gonna go to work and his he went inward and started going on his own memory and went on his own journey to to discover more about what he had lost and i don't think either one of them did anything wrong but i do think it was an interesting uh commentary on what how people deal with with loss and with grief and uh i think his character was supposed to sort of realize that he needed to be a better parent (laughs) what i found confusing and maybe interesting was that the sort of appropriation sort of stuff. Like they were all like sort of in this world that was sort of built on sort of Asian appropriation. Um, and I, I could not tell what the movie's read on that was. And maybe it didn't yeah, have to have a read. One. Yeah. I think it just had, well, because it had the open-ended question of when, when the clone that he had had the relationship with uh, comes back and right. she tells Colin Farrell, he didn't know if he was Chinese. Right. And I thought that was very fascinating and interesting. And, right. And it was confusing to Colin Farrell because he was like, well, of course he was Chinese because we ordered, <laughs> bought him yeah. to be a help to our adopted right. Chinese daughter. Right. And, and the fact that then he had to investigate that was kind of the point. Yeah. And I, anyway, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I do want to see the uh, Werner Herzog tea movie now. Um, <laughs> okay. Which apparently is real. Which I had no idea. Which I was like, are you kidding? Of course he made a movie Of course about he did. I mean, That's hilarious. Yeah, of course he but did. But I'm so glad you liked it. That makes yeah. me super happy. I loved it. And nice. I... I'm so happy for Colin Farrell. He was he great, is, right? He, he, was, he was fantastic. Yeah. I feel like he's always fantastic. I, it will never cease to not bring me joy to see him get to have this part of his career where he gets to finally go I told you motherfuckers that I was an actor and if you'd just given me these roles to begin with instead of trying to make me make fucking SWAT and be an action hero I told you fuckers I was an actor and he was and they went no no you're just really hot and I'm so happy for him that he gets to 
do these roles and he gets to and picking good roles. Yes, he's like, picking he's picking great roles and that he gets to have this respect and that people are getting to see how good he is. Yep. I thank you, Yorgos Lanthimos, for yeah. You started this ball down. Yeah. ball rolling for him, and and he Colin Farrell tried to talk Yorgos out of it. He said, "You don't want to put me in your movies because people don't see me like that." Right. And I don't want to take away from the brilliance of your right. of your movies. And your girl said, "Fuck you, come be in you my movies." You reinvent yourself. It's yes. a much better lane for you. So yeah. I just I'm now trying to imagine the Yorgos version of After Yang, which I probably shouldn't. Oh no, that'll just break your brain. <laughs> exactly. No, we're not doing that. No. Nope. nope. <laughs> Moving on. I could see him really liking After Yang. I could see yeah. him like being into the movie, but I don't want to see his version of it. Right. I also watched The Master, which was not homework, but I had wanted to see it anyway. Yeah. What did you think of this movie? I liked it. It was fun. It moved along. I didn't think it was going to, like, it wasn't mind-boggling or, yeah. you know, it wasn't going to change any, you know, it was fine. It was good. Everybody in it was good. What do you think about the sort of, like, bizarre sort of dropping of the horror element? Yeah. Like, it, I really couldn't tell if it was just, like, bad writing, weird marketing, or... Yeah, I couldn't. I don't know either. It was very unsatisfying on right. some level, but... I also am like, was that just a really cool flex of like, you know, right. like, let's drop all that and focus on the actual horror of this student basically right. dealing with like such bad racism that she kills herself. Right. Um, or, yeah, I mean, because they went to the point where the arm came out under the bed and that everything. That was the they one thing the that whole... set me up for a different movie, that arm. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And the arm was like literally like, oh, yeah, you're doing that arm. OK, is right. this going to be a bad movie? And you're right. like, oh, no, it was more interesting. But you still have that arm. <laughs> right. I mean, I enjoyed it, everybody, and it was good. I, God, I love Regina Hall. Oh, my God. She's so good. She's great. The, yeah. the kid was great, but I, I won't remember it in a year. Yeah. I mean, I'll kind of remember that kid's story, because it really did shake me when she kills herself. Like, sorry, spoilers for the master, but I did not expect the movie oh. to go there. I really expected I, I, Regina to... Oh, I knew it was. I knew she was going to kill herself like yeah. twenty minutes into the movie. Oh, I did not think yeah. it was going to go there. No, I, I thought, absolutely no. I, was, I absolutely I knew. Regina just be- was going to like save her. But, like, yeah, I just and no, it was I, the horror of her not being able to save her was. Yeah. I get that, but brutal. I knew I, I could tell that was where <laughs> yeah. it was going twenty minutes into the film. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's how I'm wired for yeah. a writer brain, but b also suicide brain. Yeah, I just I could tell that's where they were setting it up for. Yeah, and it. I do think it got that weird like you can be like black you can be queer you can be asian you can like not have anybody like do anything one thing so horrible to you but right all the microaggressions can like really pile up and like destroy your like soul i have always <laughs> like, described it as you can drown in kernels of rice yeah I mean, uh, kernels of corn yeah, it really felt like one that. one piece of corn. You throw it at it; it's not going to hurt. But yeah. people drown in corn. Yeah, and I I did think the movie captured that in a way that I hadn't necessarily seen yep. before. So yep. I think that's what kind of interested me. But I'm glad you checked it out. Yep. Yeah, uh, I finished the dropout. Um, I thought that the uh, that it had a very uh, specific. I thought the final episode was really good, and it really did find its voice. In its ending, um, 
I didn't like uh, some of its Chiron splashes at the end where it uh, it seemed to blame Elizabeth Holmes for uh, Silicon Valley's uh, misog- misogyny toward not funding female founders. But other than that, I, I, I thought that its ending was actually very good. I continued to maintain that Naveen Andrews and... Amanda Seyfried just nailed their performances. If you're going to watch one of these true crime based founder stories, stay away from Super Pumped or We Crashed and watch The Dropout. It really, it has the best performances and kind of the most interesting story. But at the end, it is just a you know another one of these another one of these yeah. like some kid got a bunch of money because people wanted to believe the lies they were telling and that they should have just realized and taken 15 minutes to investigate and realize they weren't telling the truth and also it's george Schultz, schultz not charles schultz and having just watched <laughs> the documentary for the first time i mean i was saying this to you earlier but like holy shit no wonder people are scared about like the vaccine when walgreens <laughs> was like fucking selling the theranos like box the people and like yeah i, I, I mean it wasn't the that, box it God, was go but, in and and you know have yeah, a blood draw there they like weren't the, yeah yeah um but like they clearly sold walgreens on that idea yes they did <laughs> like that that was the yes, promise they, and like nobody like checked that like, yeah <laughs> no well they wouldn't they wouldn't let them at their labs yeah and, yeah no it was it was nuts yeah so. and it's very you know watching the documentary i felt very like just uh, having worked at a few tech companies um feeling like yeah, this is nor like this is just the thing everybody does at these places. And yeah. interesting the way that that was she's the, a woman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I think that she did very wrong. I do think she that she perpetrated a lot of fraud, and I do believe that she should have been found guilty as she was. And personally, I want at least thirty two days of whatever prison sentence she gets next month for the fact that I still have to have Venus draws and what it, that it would have changed my life right. if what she had been selling was true. Thirty two days. That's what I want. I want thirty two days of her sentence to be for <laughs> Fanny V. Darling. Um but I think there are other founders that are just as guilty as her that are walking around yeah. not being prosecuted. 100%. Um, now, she is in healthcare, and a lot of her crimes had to you know, really, like, people had false HIV right. uh, diagnosis. Real, real honest-to-God yeah. shit happened to these people, or negative tests. Really, really bad shit happened to these people. Now, she was found not guilty on all of oh, those really? counts. wow. They wouldn't, the way that the the judge ruled that people could testify. They weren't allowed to bring those people in, so the the jury ended up... The things that she was found guilty on weren't necessarily on the healthcare fraud parts of it. Um, So those people with shitty diagnoses that, like, fucked their lives, they can't sue Theranos or her? I'm not sure if they can... I'm sure they can sue her civilly. And they may have. I don't know. But but the... The the, uh, criminal prosecution has that they were she was found innocent on like i think those four counts i think she was i think there were 13 counts and she was found guilty on nine and the four count four of the counts that she was found not guilty on were the were the like i just ones against individual people so bizarre and interesting is that like i think most of these companies these people are sold or they created the vision Mm -hmm. somebody tells them it's going to happen 
they don't check. They're no, just like, yeah, no, I'm just going to trust. Like, I kind of don't. I, like, I sort of wonder how much she actually knew because she probably she didn't, didn't know. No, like, she took yeah. like two or three. No, she yeah. didn't. She took two or three science classes. Yeah. She had thought of one original idea where it was like a patch that would read diagnosis and it would have medicine in it. And, right. and she was told, well, you couldn't possibly do this. Right. She thought, okay, well, then that's when she came up with the single prick of blood her mother much like me had rolling veins and, and right. needle issues and so it was sort of like this i you know oh i i thought of this because of my mom type of right thing. she says that um, a lot yeah <laughs> oh yeah she absolutely point. does yeah. but um but no she there was she doesn't have a healthcare background yeah. or a medical background yeah. so she just had this idea and then hired a lot of Yes, medical people. <laughs> people to try and figure out how to make it work and yeah. then got really powerful, you know, Kissinger and Schultz on her board and, you know, the Apple people. Which I was and- interested in the documentary. They didn't show how she got all those people on board. I mean, I think family connections were part of it, obviously. but Part of it, but I think she just... just could I talk people. It was charming. Yeah. yeah I think they yeah. just... Interesting. Thought what she was selling, she sold them well. She, yeah. you know, made them feel important. Good salesperson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I watched, let's move on, shall we? Sure. Before I get mad about having to go get a blood draw. Um, I watched Lizzo's, uh, uh reality show. About I saw the first episode. Getting her dancers. I watched four of these. I find this show delightful and full of joy. And you, now that you are happier, I need you to watch a couple more episodes and tell me what you think. I mean, this is just, I mean, it's just a standard reality show where yeah. everybody's got a story. Everybody's, you know, there's, you know, there are ways that they hook you, but Lizzo is delightful. Lizzo's and, always so good. And such a, a force of positivity for all people that I just, I thought this was an incredibly sweet show. I will continue watching it. I'd be interested if you watch a couple more to talk about it more, but it's sure. not super deep or anything. Yeah. Um, me, uh, gray on, uh, Apple TV plus. This is Walton Goggins and, uh, Dominique Fishback and, um, Samuel Jackson. This is, uh, based on Wally Lamb's book, I think. Um, about a guy with Alzheimer's who takes a cure for it, but then he will probably decline faster where he can remember everything he's ever known. Um, The first episode is atrocious, and it's basically just everyone really acting a lot and screaming, (laughs) and and you can see John Lovitz in the back being an actor. It gets better. It really does. Um, So is this sort of a sci-fi premise? I would call it speculative. Right, right, okay. Um, And, you know, it's got shades of Flowers for Algernon and and that, you know. Um, Anyway, he has reasons for wanting to remember everything. There's a a treasure that he used to know where it was that he needs to find and things that... And his nephew was murdered and he wants to solve that. Okay. Um, Dominique Fishback. I don't even think I know who that is, but... You do know who she is. She was in um, The Deuce and... um, Jesus uh, and the Black Messiah, and ah, okay. um, and a couple other things. Uh, she was in the Hate You Give. She's delightful. You do know who she is. We've okay. talked about her. She's just fabulous all the time. And Walton Goggins and Samuel Jackson. We both know how talented both of them are and how much fun they are to watch. She holds her own and then is better than both of them. Ah, She's nice. great. She is the reason to watch this. It's. Here's my other plea. Please continue to watch Pachanko. Everyone, 
God, it's so good. There's a new episode. I haven't I've watched the uh, haven't watched this week's episode, but last week's episode only made everything better. Nice. It's the best show. Go watch it. I will definitely watch that. Here's a movie I need you to watch because I don't know what I think about it. It's on Hulu. It's called Fresh. This is the I know about it. I know you know about <laughs> it. Everybody knows about it. Yeah. I need you to watch it. Oh, but it's not going to gross me out? No, because it's like pretty, for being about cannibalism, it's pretty fucking bloodless. Okay. Um, And it's really pretty. Interesting. Okay. So, yes, this is um, Stan and Daisy Edgar Jones, uh, you know, Sebastian Stan and Daisy Edgar Jones. He plays a very charming man that brings women home to sell off their body parts. I, again, I watched it. It was beautiful. I need somebody else to watch it and talk to me about it because I cannot figure out any, what I thought or anything. So somebody watch it. Write to us. Talk to me. I know you're out there. You're liking my tweets. Talk to me about Fresh. Talk talk, uh, talk Fresh. Yes. Um, on Amazon uh, Prime, everyone, I, I told you that I was given Jason Cadams one more chance and he couldn't fuck it up he didn't fuck it up as we see it amazon prime i did not talk about this last week i meant to this is uh suzy court uh suzy courts no <laughs> suzy break bacon um <laughs> plays the therapist caregiver to a group of three adults with autism who are living in their own apartment and helps is helping them learn to be independent and it's great nice there are eight episodes they're half an hour it's easy to consume it is oh, so good it's i love a half hour show too it's delightful it's touching you'll cry you'll laugh watch the show it's nice. great i need i'm gonna uh your assignment for next week i'm signing you into stars you're gonna watch shining veil and tell me what the hell you think i'm happy to do that maybe we can do that right now Yeah, because i don't know what i think about it and i and i'm continuing to watch it and sort of enjoying it but i don't know what i think so we got to talk about it. i'm intrigued yeah um all right if you have thoughts about any of this if you saw everything (laughs) everywhere all at once you definitely have thoughts we know that you have thoughts. There's no way you could watch that movie and not have some thoughts. No. So come scream your thoughts into uh, the Facebook hot dog at the next podcast. Uh, you can email us. Got to be so delightful to get a hot dog fingers email. If somebody <laughs> just sent me like just hot dog fingers as the subject oh, line, I would love it. I will read whatever you put in there. Yes. <laughs> like yes. I will read it on air next week. Yes. Motionnicks at gmail.com. Uh, we are also on Twitter, and Fanny's been very great about um, b- being active on there at the next podcast. Um, I'm at Justin Hartung on Twitter. And I'm at Fanny V. Darling. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.
choices Trust, you mustn't break So before you start When you break a promise It's like breaking a mirror A person's heart We're going to do a little test, make sure we sound good. Testing, we're testing. Test, test. We're lazy. We're we're all good. We're not.